Hey everyone, welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Some guys, uh, uh, guys, I just wanted to talk about the about the Giants really quick. You know, um, you know, um, and I just want to talk about, um, you know, like I want to talk about the Giants and obviously, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you guys are very interested in seeing how. You know, this team's going to, you know, how the Giants are going to look, you know, cap-wise going into free agency. You know, obviously, hearing every, like, hearing every, like, hearing what, hearing everything that happened with uh, how Dave Gettleman put the Giants in this big cap problem, you know, how Joe Shane literally had to give up, you know, some give up players that he didn't want to give up, you know, giving up, get, you know, uh, like sending, you know, uh, letting guys like James Bradbury walk into free agency, you know, um, which, which Joe Shane had, no, he had no choice, you know, because he had to free up cap space, you know, I mean, he had to sign, you know, he had to sign, you know, he had to, uh, give his players that he drafted, uh, contracts, you know, um, but I'm going to say this right now, you know, this is just for me, you know, the giant Joe Shane, he's in, he's going to be entering his second off season with the giants, obviously, because you know, this is, this will be, his, this will be his second year. Joe Shane, guys, he's going to be in a much better, he's in much better shape in, you know, going into this offseason than his first year, you know, um, and you guys are probably going to be like, how, Justin? Well, look, there is a big difference for Joe Shane as he goes into his second NFL for agency open market as the GM of the Giants, you know. I mean, look, you know, Joe Shane was actually saying this, you know, um, like he was saying this, I'll give you a good example. We were just talking about a player. I won't name the position. Um, I won't name the position or anything. We were like, yeah, we're, we're guessing his market might be $2.5 million. And Joe Shane was like, we can afford that. It's only $2.5 million. We can actually afford it. You know, so something like that, you know, um, it's sweet, you know, it, it is the sweet sense of financial viability that hits anyone on a shopping, you know, expedition who suddenly realizes they have money to make purchases. You know, that was not the case for Joe Shane, you know, you know, at this time last year when, when he inherited a mess and went into free agency barely above the salary cap, realizing nearly any deal he could, you know, he could write needed to be a bargain basement, veteran minimum, and most likely for only one year. He did what he could, you know. Um, this year he will do he will de- he will do more because he can, you know, um, salary cap, you guys got, you know, you guys got, you guys got to understand salary cap space is fluid. 
you know, but by any measure, the Giants aren't the better. They're the Giants aren't the Giants are in much. They're in a they're in a much better shape uh, this time around. A week ago, they you know the Giants owed the third most cap space in the NFL around forty six billion dollars, signing Daniel Jones to a four year one hundred sixteen million dollar contract, and applying the franchise tag for ten point one million dollars on Saquon Barkley. Literally lowered the cap space to around $15.5 million. The Giants, guys, the Giants will go into free agency with more than that. The, you know, though after they make, you know, make a, make it official, you know, after they make uh, uh, it official when they release uh, wide receiver Kenny Galladay. You know, if... You know, if it is an outright cut, the Giants will will gain six point seven six point seven million dollars on the two thousand twenty three uh, salary cap, but take on fourteen point seven million dollars in dead money. You know, and um, if Gall look if Galladay is uh if Galladay is um uh if Galladay is designated. If, if Galladay is uh, designated, you know, as a post-June 1st cut, the cap savings will be $13.5 million. Though it won't be available until June 1st with dead money, uh, with dead money hits of $7.9 million in 2023 and $6.8 million in 2024. Joe Shane has repeatedly, war- you know, warned you know, against kicking the can down the road and is leaning, you know, leaning toward the standard cut for Galladay. You know, I mean, if you're Joe Shane, you know, if you're Joe Shane, right, you got to really tell yourself, if we have the financial flexibility just to take our medicine and take on the dead money this year, that may be better, you know? Um, the Giants used $1 million in cap space to sign linebacker Gerard, uh, Gerard Davis. You know, that means they should have around tw- uh, $21 million in cap space as, you know, the signing period begins. You know, with the opportunity to add to that, if they get a contract extension done with Dexter Lawrence or move around uh, some of Leonard Williams' money, Though he is not expected to be asked to take uh, take a pay cut, which sucks because I would love Leonard Williams back. The expect look the the expectation is the Giants will not be the highest bidders for the marquee players on the market. They will, however, be able to make competitive offers for mid range starters and key backups. You know, you know, like the Giants, they're not shop. You know. Joe Shane said it himself. He said we're not shopping for minimum players. He's, he said we're not shopping for minimum players anymore. You know, so look at basically what he's saying. Even you know, look at even players you know that can that can be really good depth players will literally make the Giants that much better. So just having the flexibility. Just having the flexibility now to be 
creative. They'll get players at maybe a, a little bit higher value, but also able to sign. Either it's uh, tiers, either it's you know top three players, top two players, top one player. However you do it, the Giants can map it out, and there's players that they can go uh, procure. Not you know now that maybe you know they weren't in the past. The Giants have plenty of work to do, obviously, as they would like to fill a few holes in free agency so that they do not have to address, they don't have to address glaring needs in the upcoming draft. Joe Shane wants to find a starting caliber inside linebacker, a wide receiver, you know, like that right there, that could be, that could be more of an emphasis. That could be more of an emphasis in the draft. You know, um, reserves for the interior of the defensive line, another quarterback, and perhaps another tight end. Joe Shane is pleased with the depth on the offensive line, but adding talent there on the interior is always an option. At inside linebacker, there are options. I mean, you got guys like TJ Edwards, who's still very young. The guy's 26 years old, started the past three seasons for the Eagles. So the Giants have, you know, the Giants have seen plenty of him over the years. Obviously, the Giants and the Eagles are division rivals. You know, um, Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds is one of the more attractive players soon to hit hit the open market. Obviously, Joe Shane helped scout him in 2018 when Edmonds became a first-round pick of the Buffalo Bills. You know, if you're going to ask me, Justin, would the Giants kick the tires on Levante David, a a proven tackler from the Buccaneers, who is 33 years old? The available receivers, look at the the available receivers are, are not an overly impressive group. You know, consider that one of the best on the market, Jacoby Myers, who only has eight career touchdowns. By comparison, the Giants' own free agent, Darius Hilton, has 15. You know, and guys, let's not, hey, lest we forget, Odell Beckham Jr. is also available. You know, I mean, if you're Joe Shane, you know, like, if you're Joe Shane, look, you got to start thinking to yourself, we have some financial flexibility to you got if you're Joe Shane, you gotta know this. Now we have some financial flexibility this year. I know people want to talk about offense and receivers a lot, but we're still building a team in all three phases. We're going to look to upgrade offensively, defensively, and our special teams until uh uh special teams unit. So like if you're Joe Shane, you gotta think about the you gotta think about those three phases of the game, those three phases of your team. You know, look, it's nice, again, to have the draft capital that uh, we have, you know, the financial flexibility we have to really start building, uh, to building up and to get better, you know. I think these three players could be uh, New York Giants. I think these are the three players the Giants could absolutely get. Um, like I said, T- uh, linebacker TJ Edwards from the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, just because, look, his, this guy, you know, his athletic gifts will not wow anyone, but his production and smarts on the field will. 
you know, this guy started all 17 regular season games, all three postseason games, and led the Eagles with 159 tackles last season. He's only 26 years old, still very young, had 130 tackles in 16 games in 2021. He can cover tight ends if, if he needs to, you know. This guy, he's an undrafted uh, football player, you know, for the middle of the defense from a division rival. Remind anyone of Antonio Pierce? You know, so, excuse me. Um, another player, I see the Giants going uh, going and signing. signing. This is going to shock everyone. You guys heard me say the Giants need another tight end. Uh, even though it's coming from a team that I hate so much, hey, I want I would not mind having a mentor for my guy, Daniel Bellinger. Go and get tight end Dalton Schultz, okay? Go and get him. Here's why. This guy, in his past three years with the Cowboys, who's still very young, this guy is only 26 years old, had 198 receptions, and 17 touchdowns. You know, this guy, you know, the Giants, obviously, obviously a lot of Giants fans, and Joe Shane included, everyone loved what Daniel Bellinger did as a rookie, but, you know, it takes more than one and more production, you know, is, you know, it takes more, it takes more than one and more production is needed at this position. Plus, if the Giants sign, plus, if the Giants do sign Dalton Schultz, they won't have to play against him twice the season, you know, so, yeah. And guys, this one, this this signing, you know, you guys heard I mentioned the defense, uh, the interior of the defensive line for the Giants. This is gonna surprise everyone, but I got the Giants maybe going after Zach Allen. Here's why. Look, it would look at. Don't get me wrong. It will be it would be a surprise if the Giants uh, don't add a defensive lineman in free agency. You know, someone like. Draymond Jones of the Broncos will be too costly. Per, but this guy from the Cardinals, he's he's still very young. He's only 25 years old. And you know, he's not going to be that price, he's not going to be that costly. And plus guys, he had 9 he had 9.5 sacks the past two seasons and has local roots. You know, so yeah, guys, that's all I have to. That's all I gotta say about that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed my long talk about about uh, the Giants heading into free agency. I hope you know this update puts smiles on everyone's faces. Um, and you know, um, um, yeah, you know, I'm very excited. You know, to see. I'm very excited to see what Joe Shane. Um, I'm just very excited to see what the giant what the Giants are gonna look like going into you know this offseason, you know you know going you know just I'm just excited. I'm I'm so excited I can't even talk. You know, um but I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'll keep you guys updated for more for more news about the Giants. But until then guys, I'm out. Peace.